Blog Talk Radio. Alrighty, guys. Uh, welcome to this week's episode of Rubber Guard Radio. Yes, don't call it a comeback. We've been here for two years. This is our two-year anniversary. Um, I've been, you know, on a little little hiatus there, getting you know shit together and whatnot. And uh, just to let you guys know that uh, next week and the week after, uh, our shows will be on Wednesdays. But uh, we're not quite sure about the time because I have uh, two more weeks worth of graveyard shifts to run. So. I'm not quite sure uh, what we're going to do on that front, but uh, just to, uh, I'm going to have to dedicate this show to a, to a fallen friend, uh, Chris Arnold Hack uh, from outside of Detroit. Uh, he was a co-host for our Baby Doll show. Uh, Hack passed away some months ago. Um, just wanted to uh, throw a shout out to you, Hack. You're still in our thoughts and prayers, and, and we miss you, and I'll tell you, there has not been any motherfucker on the face of this planet that could make a DVD comp like Hack could. And that's all I've got to say. Uh, his Motor City Machine Guns DVD comps freaking awesome. But enough of that stuff. Uh, this episode of Rubber Guard is brought to you by our sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com. You can get uh, Lucha Libre masks, T-shirts, uh, DVDs. Uh, they have a few shoot interview DVDs that have been released in the past year. Mike Modest and the Ballot Brothers, as well as a new two-disc shoot interview with Tracy Smothers, which was conducted right after Tracy had his issues with his girlfriend and the drugs and all that. So it was a pretty informative shoot. Um, also, our other sponsor, WrestleWare, or excuse me, uh, SlamBamJam.com. Uh, you need lucha, you need Japanese pro wrestling, either current, classic. They have all kinds of shit for you. SlamBamJam.com. And uh, let Alfredo know that KC from Rubber Guard Radio sent you. Um, yeah, they they actually have him and uh, Kurt Brown have a show that go uh, head up with us on on Wednesday. But you know you can get info on that at StanTheEmbryo.com. Uh, I recommend that site. Uh, Kurt is a hell of a writer, good guy. Uh, let's see what else am I? Oh yes, can't forget the mothership AngryMarks.com. Uh, news articles, uh, archives of shows. They've, the Angry Marks podcast has got like. 52 different podcasts, or I'm just kidding, but they have a bunch of shit each night of the week. So uh, either it's MMA, pro wrestling, old school, uh, you know, wacky shit, pop culture, whatever. Uh, we got that for you on the Angry Marks Podcast Network. Like I said, I am your host, Zombie, and boy, it's been uh, quite a ride for two fucking years, I must say. Uh, but I have on the line my co-host and cohort in crime, Mr. Joshi Rob. Robert, happy birthday. Don't call it a comeback. What? What? Oh, I like that new song, KZ. That's where it's at, man. <laughs> oh, you like that? that? Yeah, that was, a, that, that was a special one just for tonight. Just Because uh, I, like I ain't dead, motherfucker. I am here. The only thing is, man, I was, I was really thinking, should I use Samoa Joe's second ROH theme? You know, the one with the... Uh, 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 
or his third team, and then it went to the Mama to knock you out. But I was like, nah, we'll just go with a couple. Don't call it a comeback. Just uh, felt like getting ill with my boy LL. But uh, how's life treating you, Robert? You know, I haven't spoken to you on the air forever and a day. Oh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's getting crazier. Uh, I'm doing everything. <laughs> Not a good job of anything. So, but it's cool. <laughs> I'm here. So. All right, well, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to start right off the bat before we get anybody on the phone lines. Um, Kimbo or Roy Nelson tonight? <laughs> well, I, you, you know, I, I think I'd like to see Kimbo win it just because that'd be funny, but uh, it's probably going to be Roy Nelson by far. Yeah, it's, you know, the thing is, it's a legitimate main event that you could put on a pay-per-view for the hardcores. You know, Roy Nelson's no joke. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it's or you know, at least a fight night. I'm I'm hoping that if either one does not make the finals, that they that they do a rematch on the TV show, on the finale show. I think it would be pretty cool. But I'm going to be echoing for a few minutes. I'm going upstairs, so I have to take the long way. My lobby door is broken. So, but uh, for tonight, and you know, I would probably bet it's not going to be Kimbo, but. You know, hey, you never know. Hey, you never know. You, you might know. catch him. It could happen. You know, it could happen. It could happen. Now, um, now those that are that are listening and that are going to call in, if anybody spoils Ultimate Fighter for me, I will kill you. <laughs> I will hunt you down and kill you, just because I I tend to watch my shows the next day because of work. So really? I, like I yeah. Oh, <clears throat> But, yeah, uh, we will be having open phone lines for, you know, we're going to go over two hours. Um, we're going to go on the on the, uh, on the the overflow. So we're going to, you know, we're going to run over. Um, the calling number is area code 347-215-7946. Uh, we're going to be giving away uh, a bunch of DVDs and uh, all kinds of other swag tonight. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Um, let's see. It wouldn't be Rubber Guard Radio without bringing back my uh, my former co-host, the man who survived Iraq and is giving up his freedom tomorrow, Mr. Alex Saint. Alex, hey, welcome back. Hey, what's going so on? Tell me. Hey, you want to know what's going on? Is that uh, the guy got crowned? I guess this past weekend, the New Japan Heavyweight Champion after he stole the title from Hiroshi Tanahashi in a shoot fight. Jesus, what is what's pro wrestling come to? You know, like listening to. Brian and Dave a little while ago, you know, they were talking about, like, shooters. and When they were talking about Mildred Burke, you know, about how back in the day, you know, people used to shoot for titles. And here we have here today in 2009, uh, what's his name? I forgot. I put his name out of my memory. Nakamura? Nakamura. Nakamura shooting on Hiroshi Tanahashi to get that damn belt. You know, shit happened. So, uh... my okay. This this question is from Jess, my wife. She has to know wh- how are you guys going to go about doing this thing tomorrow? Uh, we're going to the Point Loma Courthouse, and we're doing a small ceremony outside of there. Uh, it's by the it's by the bay, and it's going to be real nice. And a couple people are going to be there. Family's going to be there, and then uh, some friends are going to be there, and that's going to be that. Why in the hell couldn't you have waited till Saturday, motherfucker, so I can drive down? <laughs> well, uh, actually, because of cutbacks in California, we were wanted to do it on Saturday because it had been convenient for everybody. But due to cutbacks and 
the wonderful state of California, they don't have the office open on Saturdays, so it's <laughs> uh, real gotcha. nice. <laughs> yeah. I got gotcha. you. Got to conserve everywhere you can. Cool, cool. So tell me, brother, how was how was the time out there, man? You know, I mean, other uh, than uh, getting a nice suntan. <laughs> well, Iraq was interesting, uh, just out there, and then uh, it was filled with tons of work, and then uh, was able to just I don't know. Actually, I caught up a lot of wrestling out there, a lot of Japanese wrestling actually out there, because mm-hmm. I didn't really have much to do. Well, the time I was working twelve hours a day, and then when I wasn't working, then I uh, slept for a little bit, and then watch wrestling, and then sometimes I'd watch wrestling at work, because we would work for 12 hours a day, sometimes there wouldn't be anything to do, so, actually, I, no, I'm very, not very versed, but I, I know a lot more about Japanese pro wrestling from being out there, than what I did before I left, because I had an opportunity to watch a ton of it, so, mm. watched a lot of NWA Wildside, I contacted Bill Barons, he was able to give me a lot of the old uh, Wildside stuff, so, if you ever, if you ever want to see the Wildside stuff, you can shoot an email to Barons, and then he'll dub you, from the Masters, uh, some of the old, hey, I don't know if he wants to say that, but he'll dub you some old, from the Masters, uh, some DVDs, and I was able to catch up on, well, not catch up, I was able to watch some Wild Side TVs and some of the old shows, and then uh, got all the Anarchy, I was watching some of the Anarchy TVs with download speeds were terrible out there, so I was reading about Anarchy, and then uh, got the new DVD, and, which, uh, the new DVD, Hardcore Hell 2009, Awesome! It has an awesome ladder match between talent and money and uh, the new wave, which I even told him honestly. I'm real honest with Bill. I said, you know, like the tag division, I thought was always the weakest part of NWA. If you've ever watched it, I thought talent. I, I just thought all the tag teams were pretty garbage, except for uh, they had Seth Delay and Chad Parham team up as uh, the dynamic duo. And I thought whenever, whenever people were in there with them, you know, it was a good match because they were all veterans. You know, and they were able to hold the thing together. But I thought once the the, the younger guys were in there alone. I imagine they keep me interested, but I mean, I haven't seen much talent of money and new wave going into that show. But at that show, that ladder match that was awesome and great, and it was really good. Like really happy with it. And it's got an Ace Rockwell Phil Shatter match, which if you don't know who Phil Shatter is, you really should. He's been fucking like awesome. <laughs> he's been in the business like two years. He's really really good. He, I mean, he's currently the NWA national champion. He defends the national belt against Ace Rockwell. If you all know who Ace Rockwell is, you probably should. He's a local guy in Georgia who probably won't ever break it out. The Ring of Honor, one of the big promotions that people like Dan care about. But he he's really good and uh, definitely worth checking out if you have the time. Um, let me grab a DVD. I'll read some matches. There's uh, the Michael Judas against uh, Chemo, uh, their yeah. first big match. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, just it, the, the, the build-up to it was real awesome. I mean, I would suggest you seeking out the TVs to see that build-up. I mean, it was uh, I, we had we heard Barons actually on uh, Who Slam and Who the podcast actually discuss about you know what all went into that build up. It was real awesome, and that was the first match they had. And then uh, uh Truett Fields and uh, Sean Tempers, uh, Sean Tempers, wow, um, crazy because I was getting all the wild sides in, and Tempers and Rockwell were a tag team, and then uh, they've progressed so far, you know. So it was interesting seeing you know. The end of Wildside when, you know, they just promoted them off the Friday shows because back in the day Wildside used to have Friday shows. They used to put the, the younger guys on there, the young experience, and then they'd bump them to the Saturday shows, which were the big shows. And then uh, when I – the end of Wildside is when Ace Rockwell and Sean Tempers just got bumped up to the Saturday shows. So they were real young. They looked like kids. But now mm-hmm. Tempers, I mean, 
God, like why he isn't working more places, you know, it's ridiculous. He's really, really good. And true uh, well, I mean, Alex, I, I got to cut you off, bro. I have a full bank of calls. So right. uh, check your texts, text, okay. and uh, you'll know what to do. But uh, thanks for coming in and touching base, making the hot tag. I appreciate it. But we will talk right. to you very soon this evening. All right, then. Bye-bye. All right, boss man. Okay, that was uh, my second co-host making the hot tag, Mr. Alex Saint. Uh, Alex is uh, going to get married tomorrow. So that's uh, kind of interesting. But uh, let's patch in this caller. Caller from the 315. Welcome to the Anniversario Show. What's up? What's crackalacking? Up. Oh, this is my Negro Ian Daniels. What's going on, bro? What's going on, brother? My phone died on the way on the way over, so I'm actually on my buddy's cell phone, sitting in my car outside of his house. And it is cold in New York tonight. It is 46 degrees right now, brother. You know, can can you believe? Can you believe, Dan? Oh, excuse me. Sorry, sorry. Got to keep kayfabe. Ian, that it's been. 732 days since you first appeared on my show? Uh, it's been quite an interesting two years, to say the least, in my life, but I can't believe that they still let you have a radio show after that many days. But God bless, God bless America <laughs> and freedom of the press. Holy shit. Uh, mm-hmm. so, You're damn what, right. How's, how's weather in, southern, in uh, sunny northern California tonight? It's nice, bro. You know, it's nice. Cool. Who are you picking you know? tonight, Roy, Roy or Kimbo? Me. You? I'm gonna you? I'm gonna be the winner. That's true. Because I get to watch the fight. So gotta, I'm gonna gotta, be the winner. I gotta be honest, I'm picking Roy just based on sheer experience alone, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kimbo caught him with a knockout. I have no idea. If it but if, if it goes past one if it goes past one it's gotta be it's gotta be Roy. You gotta think. You gotta think. Just Did we talk about that decision last week? How did that happen? How did McSweeney win that fight? What a crock of shit! I don't care who the fuck won it, man. They both. I wish they would have both lost. Yeah, it was pretty pathetic. But that now, now that now that we have uh, now that we have um, Vermont's greatest independent worker on the line, let's patch in another caller. Caller from the two hundred three. Welcome to the Rubber Guard Radio Anniversary Show. Whom am I speaking with? Hey, Kid Zombie. How are you, Jonathan Barber here? Hey, it's. Chikara's number five referee. How you doing, brother? Pretty good. I guess I was on your show, what was it, uh, 370 days ago. 375 <laughs> days ago. Remember the exact date, September 20th. There it is. Yeah. Wow. There I mean, it is. Uh, now, now, I think you ought to host the show, then. <laughs> is, is, is that John Barber from Connecticut? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Connecticut relocated to uh, Pennsylvania. That kid, true story, has actually been in my house. I don't That's a shoot. We're shooting all these years. It was many, many, many moons ago. He had family that lived right around the corner from me, more or less, and he was coming to visit them. And I was like, "Dude, come watch some fucking tapes." 2002, 2003. Way back. Okay, now, 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 I ordered the dollar ninety nine Chikara DVD from Smartmark Video. Um, I would love for you to cut a quick promo, sell that fucking disc. It, it's you've only got a couple hours left until the deal's over, so hit it up, man. 
got till uh, yeah, we got till the end of the week. And um, if you're an international customer, keep tuned. We got you know that's all next week. But this week for one dollar ninety nine cents, and let me emphasize that includes shipping. You can get mm-hmm. five Chikara matches from Smart Mark Video, and uh, you also get a podcast and you get um, a couple of music videos on there. And for $1.99, I really don't think you're going to find another deal like that. And these aren't, you know, bullshit matches. These are the best matches that we put on this year. They got a four-way from King of Trios that I was watching that, and I had goosebumps, man. And uh, yeah. you, you got to check it out. For $1.99, you won't get a better deal. Smartmarkvideo.com. Mm-hmm. Now, now, since since we're on the, the, uh, the topic of, of Chikara, um, I was impressed with the match that, that – uh, the Chikara boys had on the Dragon Gate pay per view. I was I was blown yeah, was away. Awesome. It was just was legitimate match of the so year good. candidate. So good. Um, everybody was. Well, I mean, everybody involved in the match was. Now, now, John, I I know you you're part of the Chikara family. Um, Chikara me. Now, honestly, um, what are your honest opinions on the match? What would you think of it? I thought the whole show was insane. I was waiting um, and waiting for our guys to go on because obviously, you know, I know our guys better than the Dragon Gate guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they fulfilled pretty much every expectation. Um, and I'm interested in seeing what they do on the next show, the next Dragon Gate show, and that airs, I think, November. Now, that's the tournament, right? That? Uh, no, the tournament no, is, no, no, the, the tournament is the live show in uh, Philly. But uh, they got the taped one that they taped like a month ago or so. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was impressed. I mean, um, they just blew everybody away. And I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a very close follower of, of, uh, of Dragon Gate, but I, I put on my, my, uh, my ignorant Mark hat or mask that you can get at WrestleWarehouse.com. Uh, I put that on and I sat down, you know, as a mark, you know, just sat there and watched it and it just blew me the fuck away. Um, I haven't seen a pay-per-view grab me like that since ECW Barely Legal. Um, <laughs> I, I like the Chikara match better than the Dragon Gate stuff. You know, I thought that was the best match on the show. It's like, what I haven't is the seen, uh, version? I haven't seen how it came out on tape, so I'm interested in that. Now, my, my question, my question, we'll, we'll go around, we'll, we'll start with, uh, we'll start with Joshi Rob. Um, first off, when do you think they're going to bring in Stalker Ichikawa, and who are they going to put him in there with? <laughs> the Sakura? Or, uh, or no, Dragon... into uh, Dragon Gate USA. Oh, man. They can't bring him in soon enough, you know, for all. <laughs> they got... Oh, man, they could, they could have so much fun with him. You know, they could put him mm-hmm. in so many different matches. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see uh, Ichikawa versus uh, the Necro Butcher, too, but I guess that's... Uh... I want to see that again from PWG. Yeah, the rematch. Mm. The rematch. Oh man, there's so much good stuff. I, uh, I guess you know it was the Dragon Gate show. It wasn't PWG. Yeah, it was the Dragon Gate LA show. Yeah, I bet they have probably Brody and him. I don't know if I necessarily want to see that, but I bet that's what's going to happen. Brody and him. Okay, yeah. that's that. Okay, that, first off, Rob, that's the that's the you know the the easy answer. Right. How about Grizzly Redwood? Grizzly, there you go. That would be great. I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. How, about you? How about you, Dan or uh, Ian? Who do you think uh, would be pretty good in there with with Stalker? Me. <laughs> well, well, okay. 
besides besides the absolute awful comedy match that we would have, I think that uh, Stalker and Rhett Titus, and I'm not saying that just because he's my mm. friend, but would be very entertaining. I think, to me personally. And I, I've also seen the Necro Butcher Stalker match, and I think that would also be funny to see again. Bring it to the to be, honest, to be honest, I'd like to see him against, like, uh, like the Ebizon again. Well, the real Ebizon, not the fake one they have now, but Kikutaro. Kikutaro? I get to see that. I get to see that this year, so that was, that was insane. It was right. the real Kikutaro? It was the real Ebizon? Yeah, I saw the real one. Yeah, I saw the real one. Was that ever yeah. released on DVD, damn it? It's on, uh, it should be on Dragon Gate Infinity. It's on one of them. It, it was uh, off the Beauden show from uh, December 28th, 2008. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they were dueling Stan Hansen's. That was, that was great stuff. That was so mm-hmm. much fun. And Stan speaking was on weird, for speaking, of, speaking of weird Japanese shows, how about that DDT show from, like, a month back that did, like... Peter Pan? Oh, dude, that ruled. The Sasuke match was awesome. It was awesome, but how did that draw? 9,000 people where Noah can't even do 9,000 people anymore. I love the wives, dude. Using the wives as foreign objects, that was awesome. Absolutely. And the Randy the Ram gear? Dude, money. Tremendous. The Poison Sawada match was actually a really good match, too, I thought. I thought it was a really good match, too. Which match? The Poison Sawada match, I thought was really good, too. Oh, with Chono. The superplex on Chono. Yeah, what? <laughs> How did his hip not pop right out? Yeah, no shit, huh? We go, we go, I, mean, I mean, he is the innovator of hiking the tights up so that you can hide the gut. I mean, that is tremendous. The higher they go, the best it is. Him and Masala, man. They, the higher the tights go, the better they are. My opinion. If you well, let's... Show, they got even wild. They, got, uh, they had a show in an amusement park a couple weeks ago. Or that got on got on the internet anyway a few weeks ago, and uh, recently they just put up a show at a campground, which is they're playing yes. with, uh, sparklers, throwing people all over the place, using cars, dressed in Gundam suits. So if you like DVD, that, that's your stuff right there. What do I have here? I have I have to watch. Jeez, uh, I can't find it. Is it? It's not the campsite one. It's the. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, no, the one the disc that I'm that I was gonna watch tonight was uh, the Beer Fest. Oh, but that's Beer Garden. That's the different one. Yeah, Beer Garden, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I was gonna watch that maybe now, tonight. Zombie, I know you're obviously were a big uh, Buddy Rose fan. Have you listened to or seen the Colonel De Beer shoot interview yet? Yes. Tremendous. Yeah, but you know what? I know I know Rob's listening, and much love for you, Rob. But uh. If you would have flown me in to do the interview, it would have been two discs, and it would have been a hell of a lot better. Mm. I, did love the, uh, I did love the story about the pimp union in, in, in Germany, though. That was tremendous. <laughs> that, that's not ever. In America, you send your wife to work, and she work with her hands. Well, here in Germany, I send my wife to work, and she work with a different part of her body. That's great. That's tremendous. Well, you know, you know I, I, I regret that... Uh, my my partner Jeff Dino in in San Diego WrestleWarehouse.com and SoCalProWrestling.com. We were talking about going up north and doing a shoot with Buddy Rose, and yeah, now that now that he's that. gone, I, I'm regretting it that we didn't get to do it. But you know the thing is, man, it's just there's no funding anymore. You know, it's just there's there's just no money. You know, and I don't you know, I don't understand. Um, you know why. I mean, it would have sold. I mean, I'm—I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty sure it would have been pretty much as good as 
the modest shoot just because I know I know of Buddy. So, yeah, you like that one? I did, I did. I liked I liked um, both Modest and the Ballards. I liked Modest better though, but just because I like Modest more than the Ballards. But the Ballards mm-hmm. is entertaining too. Their story about getting lost in Tijuana or wherever it was or Mexico City, great story. Yeah, I didn't I even know Mike had uh, wrestled in Mexico at all, and he was talking about that in the interview. Who else has wrestled warehouse and shoots with? Uh, the Ballards, Modest, and a two disc with Tracy Smothers last year. Right after he had the issue, it, it was. Filmed in August, uh, the weekend of the NWA Charlotte Fan Fest. Okay. It was right after right after Tracy had the problems with his girlfriend and the drug thing and all that shit. Oh yeah. So he, yeah, that's good stuff. Nice, he's the nicest guy I've ever met in the business, but he's also certifiably insane. Yeah, he's a nut bar. Completely crazy, but he's the nice guy ever, and he remembers your name. I don't know how he remembered my name, but he remembered my name. I met him once in North Carolina, way back in like 2005, and he remembered my name. He's like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm like, hey, Tracy, how, how's it going, brother? I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> working on the road, you know how it is. No, I don't, Tracy, but God bless you. Tracy Smothers, man, hook the leg. Okay, well, what, what what's going on here is we're uh, we're getting our bank filled with calls. Everybody wants to call in on the anniversario show. Um, Mr. Jeez, uh, uh, Barber, thank you for coming in and making a hot tag. Uh, would you like to plug anything? Just the Chikara Sampler DVD for one ninety nine. You're not going to get a better value for your money. That's ChikaraPro.com and SmartMarkVideo.com. Awesome. We'd uh, I'd love to have you on the show again, brother. Maybe we can do a Chikara one if we can get uh, Ultramanus Black to pick up his phone. Absolutely, absolutely. And check out the uh, podcast, Chikara Podcast, on YouTube and iTunes. Awesome, Mr. Barber. It's always a pleasure to uh, to have you on the show and uh, you know shoot the shit, but uh. You know, I'm sorry about having uh, having you on so short. We've, we're going to have a bunch of people on. Um, this is, you know, this is arguably our biggest show. Um, but uh, hey, thanks for coming and calling in. You got Mr. Howard Stern coming on, Vinny Massaro. There it is. There it is. Yep, Vinny's coming on 7 o'clock. Page of HowardStern.com. He made the front page. Yeah, no shit. Hey, you know what, though? His wife is smoking hot. She is yeah. really hot. And and the thing is, she she's a sweetie. You know, she's a real sweetheart. But uh, yeah. Once again, thanks for calling in, John. We we got a boatload of calls here, so uh, well, I'll be contacting you soon about uh, coming back on the air. We're gonna be uh, back strong and focusing more on indies. So I will hit you up. All right, kids, on me. Take care. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Okay, that was Jakar referee, Mr. Jonathan Barber, also a, a certified XPW historian. Insert your joke there. Yeah, no shit. All right, well, uh, for those that are listening live, you can call in area code 347-215-7946. At 7 o'clock, we will have Vinny Massaro on the air, and at 7.30, we'll have wrestling personified Rick Luxury, who's uh, outside of California, an unseen talent, but Rick is arguably one of the top workers in Northern California. Uh, Really good, really, really good worker. Uh, Solid all the way around. But uh, let's patch in another caller. Caller from the 813. Whom am I speaking with? Zombie. How long has it been? Three months? No, it's only been like a month and a half. But you can suck my big D. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. I wanted to call in and wish you a happy anniversary. It's been a while. Are my DVDs in the mail? 
Nigga, please. You ain't got shit on the way. Oh, that's not that's not right, man. You hook up Brian Alvarez and not me. I'm well, the only your show from day one, zombie. The only thing the only thing that I send Brian is fucking FCW TV. That's the only thing I send Brian. Now, now, uh, Dave, on the other hand, I send him, you know, whatever Japanese shit he wants, just because Dave's my boy, and we go back, geez, twenty five plus years. Okay. So. <laughs> So, uh, who, who's, who's on your show tonight, D? Oh, I don't want to say. I don't want to take away your listeners, but... No, I'm doesn't just matter. Saying, no, I, yeah, you're right, it doesn't matter. I got Zabisco coming on tonight. Larry Zabisco. Awesome. Should be Should good. Be interesting. Ask, ask him about Super Clash 2 in 87. I, I, still, I still have the dimes, brother. I was in the front row. You were in the front row of Super Clash 2? Yes, sir. Was, was that, where was that at? Was that in Los Angeles? Oh, Palace. Cow Palace. Cow Palace. Oh, you had to have been there then. You had to have been there. KZ, are you yep. coming back full-time, man, or is this just a one-time thing? I'm back. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. I was worried about you because y'all, man, you disappear and come back like a freaking, like Batman. You're like the Batman of podcasting. Uh, you the Ultra Warrior. Ultra Warrior. I don't want to answer KZ like back. that. The next two weeks are going to be funky-timed shows, but after the next two weeks, we'll be back regular, 6 o'clock, usual. Um, you know, we got some hot guests lined up, but I'm not going to learn any names because, you know, I don't book shit till Sunday night. So. Yeah, you don't want to do that because then people will, like, say, oh, I can't make it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Anyways, man, I got to run. I got to get ready for the show, but hey, I'm, congratulations on your two-year anniversary. I uh, hope you have many more anniversaries, and to quote you, fuck the trolls. I love you, D. Thanks for calling in, brother. No problem. <laughs> that was Big D, another member of the AngryMarks.com podcast network. Uh, he goes, what time is the show? Either 7 or 8 uh, Pacific, but, you know, he's like me. You know, we, we live and die off the fucking downloads. So that's what my sponsors pay me for, are the download numbers, not the streaming numbers. You can get info on that at AngryMarks.com. Um, Big D is all over the place. You know, he's got all kinds of different entertaining things and shit, but... Enough of D. I'm going to get off D, and I'm going to get on the anarchist. Ian, yes, sir. tell me. Yes, sir. I, I haven't seen your name too much in these Observer updates, brother. Have you been working, or are you hurt? Uh, uh, here's, here's the Ian Daniel situation. Uh, Ian Daniels in his real life, in his real life is uh, a super-secret uh, computer worker for a company that does retinal scan identification. Um, so Ian Daniels has a pretty sweet job. Ian Daniels, unfortunately, also got engaged in the past year. So Ian Daniels' money situation is pretty much the shits right now. So the traveling to and from independent shows, uh, not so good right now. Um, I've yeah. worked, there's, a, there's actually a promotion that got licensed in New York State, and they're running a show 30 minutes from my house, and I'm flipping excited. It's October 10th. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, it's IYFWrestling.com, In Your Face Wrestling. Um, I'm going to be there. we got Bobby Fish on the show from Pro Wrestling Noah. Uh, that's gonna be cool. You know, he's a real super talented guy. Uh, I have no idea who he's wrestling. Uh, he's wrestling a guy from Connecticut called uh, the Shaft, Bobby Ocean, who's uh, trained okay. by Jason Knight. He's real good. Uh, he's a talented kid. He's um, they're both in ridiculous shape. Like unlike me, you know, they go to the gym every day. I, I do not. You don't um, even know a guy named Jim. Dude, I don't even like. I drive by the gym. I don't even. I don't even wave. I just keep going. But um, yeah, I me too. I do take jujitsu now, though. Actually, I take I train under a Henzo Gracie black belt. So, uh, you know, skeet, skeet, oh. what's up? 
But, um, so, yeah, so that's been my life. I've been working. I haven't been working. The company that used to send in uh, Observer updates was Slam All Pro Wrestling. They're still running. They're still kicking strong, but I don't do that very much because that's like four hours there and four hours back. And after my fiancé left me, and all of a sudden I had all these bills to pay for, and she wasn't contributing to the house anymore, it kind of sucks. So money's a little tight. So I'm trying to keep it more local. And, you know, we got a New York promotion now, so that's real cool and exciting for me. Um, watching tons of DVDs, and i got to thank somebody who hooked me up with uh, this matchup in Dynasty for years since I, I used to have a satellite feed on VHS, but uh, everybody out there should watch the Aaron O'Grady and uh, Vic Grimes tryout match in WWE. I mean, I don't know where you would possibly find that or get it emailed to you, <clears throat> but um, if you can find <laughs> someone who has it, then you should definitely ask them to send it to you because it's awesome. Now, it. Go ahead. now there's, there's a story about that. Now, they were given a standing O in the back after, and they were both signed on the spot. Yes. I was there. Davis, California, was, it was a fucking brilliant match. And I've seen these guys work together many, 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 many times. And they just tore the house down. And it was probably, I think it was the best, one of the best matches of the tapings. Because that, that same taping, they had a suicide kid from UPW teaming with Chris Daniels against Too Cool for Shotgun, which was a brilliant match, too. Um, that's what I missed, man, was Shotgun, 97, 98. That was the fucking show. I mean, it blew her all away. Just the work rate was just un-be-fucking-leavable. Did you ever see the shotguns where they ran it in, like, the nightclub? That yeah, that was cool. That was cool. It was a little different. It was a little different. I like, you know, and not, you know, they need to do wrestling on some smaller levels. Like, here's my opinion. I wax I, I this hypothetically to all my wrestling fans, friends, on what they should do. WWE needs to reopen territories, and they need to reopen OVW, keep Florida, do, like, a Mid-South region, get the deal back with UPW, and then maybe, like, a Canada, and then a Memphis, a Memphis. And what they should do with new developmental talent is send them to each region for like three months. Let them develop, learn to work in front of different crowds, and then bring them up. After like a year and a half of working the different little territories four nights a week. And then bring them up. I think if they did that, they would get so much better and well-rounded wrestlers and workers on the roster than the guys now. Because all they're doing now is sending guys to Florida and looking for the next rock. What's well, not going to happen? You need time to develop. You can't. Nobody is born just. Oh, I'm the super charismatic dude in the world and whatever. They need time, and I think that if they did that territory system like that, they they could do it. I mean, it can't cost that much money to run a bunch of armories in Memphis, Tennessee. It can't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, really. I mean. They don't care. No, they don't. They they've got their four stars. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, did you did you watch the last pay per view? No. Okay, well, you didn't miss much, let me tell you. Uh, Orton and Cena did have a phenomenal uh, I Quit match. But um, the freaking, like, I'm so sick of DX on top. I mean, Shawn Michaels is great, and Shawn Michaels in a singles match is always good. But DX, they're 40-year-old guys trying to be hip. It's not doing the trick. They need the, they need new stars. I think Orton has a lot of potential to, to be a breakout star, and I think he is a star, but I don't know that he's a money-drawing star yet. I don't, I don't see it. I don't, he doesn't, to me, he doesn't have that it factor. I think Cena does have that it factor that people will pay money to see him, but I don't know that his wrestling always backs it up. So, I mean, I mean but who am I? I mean, I'll say the same line I said on my first show. I'm, I'm sitting here working a job to support my wrestling habit, and Vince is doing lines out of hookers' asses. So, you know, if someone's got money and someone doesn't, you take it for what it is. That's just my opinion. So, 
like I said, I'm working, you know, New York, trying to do Vermont. I mean, I get I get emails once in a while, but they're like they're trying to pay me twenty bucks to drive twelve hours total, and I'm just, you know, I'm not, you know, I got a lot of bills to pay and stuff. So you know, the rest of have it's on hold. Plus, you know, I got the jujitsu, which is going awesome. I highly recommend anybody who's like out of shape and likes MMA to do jujitsu because you will get in crazy shape, like ridiculously quick. It's a workout and a half. I say this. I say this as I blew off class tonight to go to dinner with my father, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Tremendous. Now, those that are those that are listening live on a stream somewhere somehow, um, you can join us in the AngryMarks.com chat room. I just uh, hopped in, so it would be uh, AngryMarks.com backslash chat backslash. So uh, come on in, join us. Um, looks like it's only me and Big D in there, but. You know, fuck it. Come on in, chat a little bit. Um, I'm going to uh, hand the microphone over to my partner, Joshi Rob. Um, Rob, I need you to come up with some type of a topic to discuss. Uh, I'm going to put the phone down for a couple minutes. I need to work out a uh, quick trivia question so we can give away a pack of DVDs. So uh, you have the office. <laughs> so, guys, what have you been watching lately? What's been good? Uh, DDT. I've been watching, yeah, DDT indeed. Uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of MMA actually, but besides that, wrestling wise, uh, SmackDown's been awesome. Wrestling wise, yeah, like I'm sorry, like I don't like to give WWF props if I can at all avoid it, but SmackDown's been phenomenal. It's been really good. Like ever since like six months ago, it's just been great. Like that John Morrison versus Rey Mysterio match. Wow. If you haven't seen that, you need to because it's awesome. Like I, I, there's a one point I really thought Ray was gonna hit that top rope reverse run on Morrison. I'm just like, no, they're not doing this on WWF. No, they're not. But um, okay. besides that, I watched. Uh, what did I watch? I watched the two disc best of Matt Superstar set that I have. That's tremendous. Like, if you want to learn stuff, ah. you need to watch that. Great set. Edie was such a great heel. He was such a dick. He was. So ah. good. There's no heat anymore. No, there isn't any not. heat anymore. I don't no. care about anyone. No, it's true. Like, what heel out there? Dude, nobody, nobody gives a crap anymore. Back in the day, people would cry when Hulk Hogan would get hit. Every single freaking time he would get hit. People would lose their minds. All he had to do was get beat up, wag his finger, three punches, a big boot, and a leg drop. And that was it. It's not that hard, guys. It's pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is a simple business complicated by idiots. That's fact right there. Russo. So, okay, uh, Ian, what, what are your feelings on Cornette hooking up with ROH? Um, it can do nothing but good for ROH, in my opinion. Um, mm. In my opinion, it can do nothing but good. Because here's the thing. If you want to book a more resounding program. See, they're here, this is their ROH thought. They wanted to book a more, you know, sound storyline, old school style, but they went with the wrong guy. I like Adam Pierce personally, but mm-hmm. I think that if you want to book old school, you have, to, you have to have a booker who's done it, not just a guy who's a huge fan of it. Now, Adam's talented, no doubt about that. I've been a fan of Adam since I saw him in, like, Mid-American Wrestling back in, like, 99-2000. Always been a fan. But... I think that they needed an old-school booker if that's what they want to do. Do I think it was a mistake to get rid of Gabe? Eh, maybe. Maybe. He was a little burnt out there towards the end. If you watch the shows, you can kind of see the decline. But what is that 
just decline in storylines? Because, I mean, ROH was never a big storyline thing. It was match quality. And I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. that work there. I, I mean, I put Red Feathers over earlier. He's a personal friend of mine. I've known the kid since he was 16. He's a good kid and big things for him. But, um, you know, he, um, you know, he's um, he's been there for a while. And, you know, he's got his push now. But a lot of the guys that they've had are gone. Like, who do they have left that's big anymore? Danielson's mm. gone. I mean, who do they have? Nigel's left? gone. I mean, mm. Aries and Roderick Strong, and who else? The Briscoes? Cabana? Yeah, well, I mean, the, Bris- uh, the Briscoe. Well, okay. You know, it's it's a shame because the Briscoes should be signed because I mean they could carry a tag division. They could. They could. They couldn't. They couldn't do three thousand finishes every match like they do now, but you know, it'd still be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Well, they need to slow down and. I, I've always said that. I mean, they, they put a 40-minute 40, 40 match in 20-minute It's weird. Time like, limit. Did you ever see, like, old Briscoes from when they were, like, 15, 16, working for, like, Tom oh, Their the best day? is the best match, 2001, CCW. Awesome. Great match. You ever see the wild side match? Good stuff, too. It's on the Super Juniors disc. That's yes, good shit. Yes, now, I'll tell I'm you, like... though. I'll tell you. My favorite Briscoe versus Briscoe match, though, was uh, Honor Invades Boston. The first really Boston R.O.H. show. Yeah, that, that was a great fucking match. They just tore it down. Have you, ever, have you ever seen the Jer- the Jersey Championship Wrestling Briscoe Brothers match? Was it a J-Cup? No, just a regular show. And I have the VHS somewhere. No one's seen it. And back when I was when I was doing all that tape training, I was like, oh, everybody's going to want this match. And nobody ever looked at the show because they're like, Jersey Championship Wrestling, that's crap. Well, that was a hell of a match, too. I mean... And then, of course, they had that match in Delaware, but we don't talk about that. Uh, Anybody see that match? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, don't. They come out. They basically were at a show in Delaware. They got hammered. They weren't booked. They just were like, hey, can we work? They worked. They threw, like, shoot chair shots and hit each other with light tubes. Made no sense. And, like, Mark did a shooting star off the top two minutes into the match. Wait, wait, wait. Was that that their comeback match? Uh, Yeah, kind of. They yeah, were that was the. While they had that, and then they came back to ROH like six months later. Right. Yeah, that was that one shot for that that group. What the hell was it called? Hellaware Championship Wrestling. That's right. That's right. That is right. Yes, and it had uh, right. it had the first appearance of brain damage on the East Coast. It was like brain damage and the Hellaware Assassin, or like brain damage and Madman Pondo against Mister Insanity and the Hellaware Assassin. And uh, yeah, that was yeah. There was a there was a side slam off a building. I remember that. And was like, what the hell? I off a building. Well, now now that we're we're talking DVDs, um, I'm gonna give out a pack here of a whole bunch of different shit from uh, my sponsor WrestleWarehouse.com. Um, looks like it's three two disc set and one single disc show. Uh, let's see, what do I have here? I have MLW Summer Apocalypse, which was a damn good show. Uh, had the Maximos against Nosawa, my ninja, and B-Boy. Um, bunch of good shit on this one. Uh, we had, uh, Funk and Lawler on top. Uh, Daniels against, uh, Sabu. Uh, bunch of good shit on this one. Um, and next up would be XPW, Cold Day in Hell. Uh, to be honest, it was a crap show, but the main event was a dream match, Necro and Supreme, uh, Insanity. Um, and the third DVD I have here is WWE, Rise and Fall of ECW. Uh, 
uh, which is arguable. Well, you watch this one, then you watch uh, Hardcore, whatever the homecoming thing was. Then you get the whole story. But, oh, wow. yeah, I, I I have this that DVD set and from San Diego, SoCal Pro Wrestling, Super Clash 2008. Uh, you have all the stars on here from San Diego. We have Chimera, uh, Johnny Yuma, Adam Pierce, uh, SoCal Crazy. Uh, this is a really good show, too. Uh, let's ask a, Oh, there's also a Scott Loss match on here with Johnny Goodtime, which is really good. Scott Loss is really underrated. But yeah. uh, let's, throw out, let's throw out a trivia question. Um, after uh, WCW pulled out from the NWA, uh, that was considered the, the dead era of the NWA. Then Dennis Carluza decided to bring back the NWA World Heavyweight title. And they had a tournament in some shithole town in New Jersey. And the trivia question is, who are the two people in the final and who was crowned the new champion? You have to call in area code 347-215-7946. I'd love to give away a bunch of these DVDs from uh, my sponsor, WrestleWarehouse.com. So once again, um, the new era of the NWA... Carluza hosted a tournament, one night tournament, and who were the final two combatants and who walked away with the belt? Once again, 347 215 7946. Also, you can call in, shoot the shit, whatever. Uh, we're going to be pretty much keeping the lines open all night. Uh, we're going to be live until 9, and then we're going to go on the overflow. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go over two hours tonight, guys. I'm in a fucking mood. It's been too damn long. So. Now, uh, Come on, somebody, let's, somebody let's... call in because I don't want to win these DVDs. <laughs> <'Cause I know laughs> oh, just I know just uh, for for the traders out there, or for you know the people that own like uh, video distribution companies, RF. Uh, these are DVD masters, by the way. So full on cover everything. These are masters, and they're coming straight from WrestleWarehouse.com, courtesy of Mr. Jeff Dino. Uh, much props to you, Jeffrey. Why haven't you called in yet, faggot? I know you're listening. Uh, actually, I, he's, yeah, he should still be listening. He doesn't start the school until 7. So, But uh, I'm going to uh, throw it over to you, Rob. I, I have a question. Shoot. Now, within the last two months, since we haven't spoken much to each other, what non-mainstream WWE TNA uh, ROH match have you seen that has just stood out in your mind and blown you away? Did you say what non? Uh huh. Okay. Oh, uh, probably the one I saw about a week ago. I was watching uh, Declan Ramirez and Felino. They had a mass versus mass match down in Mexico mm-hmm. about oh about fifteen years now ago. That was insane. Oh my god. Uh, uh you mentioned you mentioned Felino. Now on the CMLL seventy sixth anniversary show, uh, Casas lost his hair to Mystico, and Felino interfered. So it looks like it's going to be Felino and Mystico in a mask match, and that's going no, to no, suck no. because. Okay, I got a, I got a right here. I am, I don't like these mask matches. You, you know, I get, I get that they're big business, but you know, it's like, it, it's like cutting off your hand to save your arm. You know, you got the mm-hmm. one big match, but then, you know, after you lose your mask, I mean, you know, you're you're not that person anymore. You know, look like, at Blue Panther. Yeah, exactly. I mean. You, you know, I, I mean, I get why people do it, but you know, in the long run, it doesn't make sense because you're going to make all that money eventually. You know, you know what I mean? Just I, like, I love mass versus mass matches because you know, I mean, 
it's the big one. But you know, after it, I mean, you're stuck. You know. Mm-hmm. But look at Silver King. Well, yeah, there you go. Silver King's still working for the number one promotion in Mexico without a mask, and that's what fifteen years later. You know, not everyone, but I, I agree. I'm on the Blue Panther though. Totally, it's like nobody cares anymore. It's terrible. Black Warrior, nobody cares anymore. All right, <clears throat> I I have I have a caller on the line. Caller from the five seven zero area code. Whom am I speaking with? Hey, this is Rob. Uh, what's going on? Happy anniversary. Hey Rob, what's up, dude? Uh, I have the answer to the trivia question. You Come do? On. Yes, it's Chris Candido and Tracy Smothers. Who won? Oh jeez. Oh, Candido won. Awesome. We yeah. have a winner. We have a winner. That's so smart. Get that man yeah. some DVDs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Eddie Gilbert was in that shit, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. fucking Rob Naylor. You caught Hey, what's going on, sir? <laughs> Dude, what? You mean I have to send DVDs to fucking Naylor? Oh, yeah. I get, what do I win? What what what's coming to my house? This is great. SoCal SoCal Pro Wrestling Super Clash 08, which was really good. Rise and Fall of ECW, uh, XPW Cold Day in Hell, and MLW Apocalypse. F yeah, we like that. Good. Um, yeah, I'm think, so I happy. Think I'm send, I think I'm going to send my favorite midget Rob a free Ian Daniel t-shirt, too. Oh, thanks, man. I'll wear it proudly everywhere with my free Iran t-shirt as well. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Chris Candido was a favorite of mine. Let's talk about our favorite Chris Candido matches to intervene here. Uh, my favorite Chris Candido match was probably Lance Storm from Heat Wave 98. Everybody on the panel, mm. please tell everyone's favorite. Mm. Go ahead, Rob. Candido, Tra- Candido Tracy Smothers, ladder match, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Very go. good. Good pick. Oh, Whose pick was that? Uh, <laughs> that was Ian's. Someone oh. else. <laughs> Come on, Rob, don't I fuck can, around. I can't think. I can't think. The only thing I can, I can think of my favorite promo by his, but not his favorite match. <laughs> okay. Just we'll just say Jerry Lynn. We'll pretend you said that. That was a really good one from As Good yeah. As It Gets in ECW. Solid match. Hmm. Okay, so that would be me, huh? Uh, yes, bring shit. it. Bunch of them, brother. I mean, I love Candido. Actually, uh, what what got me to make that the trivia question was I yesterday I listened to the Smart Mark video shoot interview with him as well as the RF video shoot interview with him. So yeah, I, I thought just, one uh, was better than the other one. Uh, I like I, I don't know. I like the RF I, one better. But. I, I do too. I also thought that I was do. better. I, well, I, I think the Smart Mark ones are better, but like. The RF1, you could tell he was better buddies with them. So like, And I really didn't like when they really bullied him on the steroid issue. <laughs> like, the Smart Mark people I'm talking about. I thought that was kind of bullshit. Right. Whatever. But Nick Bockwinkle's Smart Mark, in, in the interest of fairness, they did do a really good one with Nick Bockwinkle and Bull Payne. And, and I went to Bull Payne. Sam Houston. Bull Payne Houston, Houston, Houston. Hey, hey, yeah, he, he really did. Let me interrupt here. Who recommended the Bull Payne shoot interview to you, Mr. Rob Naylor? I think it was that Ian Daniels guy. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it yeah. still was the best, best shoot of like all time. It okay. wasn't until it wasn't until Brickhouse Brown opened his mouth, but yeah, close close yeah, to the best shoot true. of all time. Yeah, Bull Payne didn't have Bronco Lubitsch watching him whack someone's ass in the sportatorium, so he comes in close second. But you know, you know, you know what's a good shoot? The Manny uh, Manny Fernandez smart mark shoot's really good too. Yeah, Manny yeah, Fernandez that was always good. good. Manny Fernandez, Manny Fernandez was, was was great on my show. 
That he fucking rules. was. He always rules. He was laughing his ass off. I really, th- I would, I'm the only fucking guy on the internet that hasn't interviewed the guy yet, and he's my hero, so hopefully I get a chance. Everyone I even talk to, I ask for Manny Fernandez stories. Fucking Rob Van Dam even talked about Manny Fernandez. Everyone likes Manny Fernandez. Come on. Rob, if you had one question to ask Manny, what would you ask him? Oh, Christ. I would ask him about that match with Terry Gordy in the Central States promotion that was never taped, fuckers. I'd love to see that. They're my two favorite of all time, so I'd have to ask about that match. I thought it was going to be the Barbarian match, but... Oh, yeah, that's the second one, though. And I'm going to get to meet the Barbarian coming up this month, so I'm stoked for that. I'll probably bug his ass about Manny Fernandez, so it's all good. Are you going to, like, a wrestle reunion type deal, Rob? No, no, he's wrestling at a show in Virginia. He's going to kick the shit out of Eugene, so that'll be fun to watch. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be the show I'll be attending. Wow. Yeah, he's going to kick the retardation right out of that guy. Trust me. <laughs> now, now I'm going to I'm going to shoot this one over to you, Mr. Naylor. Um oh, actually, uh my Candido was uh Oh, jeez. Yeah, we got off topic. Well, whatever. But yeah, well, there's just too many for me to name, but we'll we'll go we'll stick on Candido. Um who was your favorite tag team partner of his? Okay, let me all of them. As, as a Richard, team. And then, Richard, and then what match? Uh, shit. Man, that's actually tough. Some, uh, let me think. I, I'm, the only partners I'm thinking of is Lance Storm and Tom Pritchard, unless I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, he technically hmm. teamed with Bam Bam a few times in uh, WCW. Yeah, yeah, and he teamed with Bam Bam. Did what he ever team with, uh, with Balls and Smoky Mountain? He probably yeah when when they were they when they had balls under mind control he did oh we also teamed up with Johnny Hotbody as the Suicide Blondes but I'm not gonna in the original that ECW in the bars there you go Todd Gordon what's up uh, I'm gonna go with probably Lance Storm just because I'm a huge Lance Storm mark and the best match I'm probably gonna go with they sucked technically but the matches they had with RVD and Sabu I always just really liked just because it was all crazy. But like, really, not the best usage of that team. Oh no, no! Uh, Furness and Lafon had a really bang up match yep. with them, and Tommy, Tommy, Rogers, Tommy Rogers and Jerry Lynn also had a killer match with them. So it's one of those two for sure. Man, you know, it, it, it's a shame that Furness and Lafon didn't get the fucking love that they deserved. Yeah, I, in my opinion, I country. thought that. Yeah, I thought that their WWF run was just brutal. They just didn't work. It didn't work out there. And I think that their best move would have, instead of going to WWF, they should have listened to Kevin Sullivan, gone to WCW. We could have got the Steiner brothers against Furnace and LaFon, and then I could sleep. Uh, I could not dream about that match anymore because it would have happened already. That would have been fucking badass. Uh, great, been great. Great, great talent, no charisma, sadly. Could yeah, Furnace, I really, really, I thought Furnace, everyone loves LaFon, and LaFon was technically one of the best of all time, but I like Furnace. His both were thighs, dude. Those thighs yeah, were amazing. Yeah, man. He, he, he liked Suzanne Summers. And I love that, that dropkick of his was sick. And he wrestled Barry Windham one time on a clash. And for a six-minute match, I thought it was really, really good. Who would I always – I always wanted to see Furness and that guy that killed people against each other. That would have been really good. Mm. Oh, that dude. Oh. Yeah, that You can mention Benoit's name on my show. Okay, good. Some people are, some guys are tricky, so I try to get around it. But yeah, Ben Wall, the guy that killed people against Furness, would have rocked. 
You know, you can buy a uh, Chris Benoit Father of the Year t-shirt online. I've seen no. this. I've seen this. From the fine people in, in Canada. <laughs> Good job, uh, Yeah. Uh, so, another topic. Let's throw it out. Uh, who's your favorite person you ever interviewed in your two-year span? Unless you're saving this for later and I'm fucking it up for you. Show number 60, Al Snow. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, don't. Uh, this isn't me coming across as someone that doesn't like Al Snow, but I think that a lot of times in interviews, he comes across as a huge dickhead. Was he like that on your interview, or was he actually an amicable, nice guy like he used to be in the 90s? It was, it was a very, very good show. He was nice. very open. He wasn't a douche like he was in the 2008 shoot interview. Yeah, he's always yelling at people. It scares me sometimes. Like, he used to be such a fun guy to talk to, it seemed. But then I got worried, so I'll have to listen to your show if he was actually cool again. That's good. Yeah, you know what? It was, um, uh, it's on the blog, my blog talk page. It's on the front. It's our featured show. So cool, I man. I'll it check it out. Just, I'll check it out and grab Stink, my the, opinion. The, the, thing, is, the thing is, Al Snow, the, uh, the secret, Secrets of the Ring he did with ROH was really bad. Yeah, his RF interview wasn't good either. He's too busy trying to prove how fucking smart he is sometimes. He, uh, he asks the interviewers questions and then continues to tell them how dumb they are when they say the wrong answer. Hey, it's, it's just, it, he annoys me sometimes. But the funniest thing ever was the interview he did with RF back in the day. He was fucking hilarious. Like he was, I thought he was like the funniest man on earth at the time. So he just got a little bitter toward the end, but hopefully he finds a smile. Apparently he has. Good for him, Al Snow. I did a I'm, seminar with Al Snow, believe it or not. Nice. Here in, uh, here in upstate New York, he did one. Yeah, nice. Um, if I would have brought the RF shoot interview or listened to it, it would have been the same thing. Because basically he, he said the same shit to us word for word. He came out and he was like, how do you guys win a match? And we were like, uh, in the ring. Like, he's like, no, on the mat. So you should be trying to get your opponent on the mat at all times. Now, I think Al Snow, a very good worker, knows what he's doing, but I do think maybe his thoughts are a little antiquated when it comes to the business nowadays. Yeah, I I talked to a current WWE world champion about Al Snow's comment about one pop per match, and he kind of said that he thinks that's bullshit, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) I am am a huge Al Snow mark. I collect Al Snow collectibles. um, Mm Mm-hmm. Merchandise, and I have all of his shoot DVDs, uh, DVD masters, and I'm hoping that he he gets booked for the for the Wrestle Reunion Fest down in January in LA. I hope he gets booked so I can have to sign all my fucking DVDs. Because uh, the great Bobcat, yeah, bring Bobcat wherever he goes. Bobcat, get mm. this dude. Recently in Shemok and Al Snow and Bobcat. It's a piece of shit town of mine, like maybe 20 seconds away. He was in a different town. But Al Snow and Bobcat, Jerry the King Lawler, and The Cat were all in the same building. Fucking ridiculous. They drew 80 people. Ago, right? What, yeah, yeah, they drew about 80 to 100 people. Good job, guys. Wow. But, yeah, uh, there's only one pop in a match, remember. But, yeah, uh, they didn't do too good. But Virgil was there, too, and he was very happy to what have his superstar. Virgil, Rob? His superstar, Aro, was just, what's that? His Virgil is everywhere. You've seen the pictures. He's everywhere. Card shows, game yeah. shows, boat shows, wrestling conventions. I, I still, I still love that picture. Wrestling superstar Virgil, and he's sitting at the table by himself. I love that. Well, funny. the funny thing is, 
at, there was 80 people at this show, and there was like a thousand or six thousand people at the local high school football game. So someone I know went up to Virgil and was like, "Hey, bro, you should pick that table up and take it over the football game. Maybe you'll get a couple more takers." So he actually walked his ass over to the the athletic field and asked, talked to the athletic director and tried to barter his way into setting up a table. So he's a good worker, man. <laughs> I've seen him three times this year alone. There you go. Good for you. Was Tom Brandy on the show? Because he's at this show too. God, that guy's useless. The hey guys, I, got, I, got, I got a question for you. How come in 1990, 1991, no heel in the WWF didn't have a manager except, like, two? Everybody had a manager. Yeah, they were pretty manager-happy for a while there. Sometimes they had guys switching manager to manager. Dude, someone sent me a bunch of old observers. Get this shit. In 1988, like, before the clash where Sting wrestled Flair, Eddie Gilbert was a bit angry with the NWA, so Eddie Gilbert had a meeting with Vince, and he tried to, and he represented Rick Steiner, Sting, Terry Taylor, and Missy Hyatt, and he was trying to work out a deal where all five of them could have gone to the WWE in mass, which I think would have fucking kicked ass if it would have been done. But as they say, NWA's that's for sure. Yeah, and then I'm like, the Red Rooster would have never existed because Eddie Gilbert would have worked out something better for Terry. So that sucks. Oh well. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna switch it up. I'm gonna go right to Ian. Um, I know you've you've uh, either listened or seen the guest booker with Jim Cornette. What did you think I of have? Um, I thought it was good. I think Cornette is I think Cornette is a brilliant wrestling mind. I just think that Jim Cornette is sometimes a little stuck in the eighties. Like, and I also think, and actually this is my last thought because Ultimate Fighter is about to come on, so this will be my last thought of the night, and then I'm gonna plug some senseless shit. But my thought on Cornette is Cornette and Paulie hate each other's guts like God and Satan do. But Cornette and Paulie don't realize how much alike they really are. Mm-hmm. And that's my that's my last thoughts. Uh, Zombie, congratulations on two years of successful shows, and um, you know, come check out Ian Daniels, IYFWrestling.com. Rob Naylor, you know, I've known you for far too long to have never met, but uh, good talking to you too, Joshi Rob, and everybody out there who listens to Rubber Guard Radio. Have a good night and uh, enjoy. So thank you everybody. All right, baby. And, uh, I'll be back in two more years. Later. Awesome. Thanks for calling in, Ian. You got it, guys. Take care. All right, brother. Wow. That was tremendous. Hey, Naylor, you want to stay on the line? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll stay on for a little longer. Cool. Cool. Uh, I, saw, I saw that uh, Jim Cornette's too, too, or listened to it anyway. That was pretty good up until the fantasy booking. That part, that was so boring. Especially when I liked it. Up. I liked it. It was all right, but it's just... You know, he, he never got past that one promo. You know, like the first mm. promo, how, like, Undertaker or whoever's going to talk, and it's like, mm, I don't want to watch that anymore. But, like, all the rain and Raven, awesome. Ten stars. Tremendous. Tremendous. Uh, what did you think of it, uh, uh, Naylor? I didn't see it. I, I saw a part of it where he actually brought up that they'd bring up that wrestling was fake, like, on the, mm-hmm. like, say something about shooting, and that surprised me from Jim. But uh, I think Jim's awesome. I'm really happy that he's going to be at some of these TV tapings coming up for Ring of Honor. I'll get to meet him again, which is awesome. He's super brilliant. He'll help guys with details on their, their in-ring wrestling. And he's just a really good guy to put some TV together if he can rekindle that Smoky Mountain vibe. And Because uh, I like Adam Pierce too. His TV makes sense. There's really good matches. But to me, there's not that extra incentive that you need to watch the show. Hopefully, uh, Cornette can tweak some stuff and we can really get some hot angles going and stuff starts clicking, you know? 
So. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I see you've got Vinny Massaro on the show. That's awesome. I remember watching him in the old APW days, man. Me too. I remember when Vinny was a referee, and he his first debut match was as uh, Little Dick Grimes, Vic's little brother. Yeah, Very him and Vic. There, I literally brother. him and Vic Grimes. Once I talk about one, I always have to bring up the other man. They were really the the it wrestlers, so to speak, along with O'Grady out there for a while. Oh, dude, lots of cool the suplexes matches, and stuff uh, like that. Modest, modest was a stud. I mean, every that that. That summer, 1997, I refer to as my summer of love. It was just a brilliant, brilliant summer of wrestling, just top to bottom, in-ring work, uh, storylines, fucking everything in front of, you know, 80 to 100 people. Were you at the gym wars where uh, Vic Grimes did the scent on, on, I think, J.R. Benson or something? Yes. Well, that must have been nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even yeah, imagine. I, I I would have thought everyone was dead after that. That was nuts. Jesus. That was insane. I was, was so sad crazy. that Vic Grimes never really got over that last hump in the WWE or ECW because he was really good. I really enjoyed watching him wrestle. Well, you know, he he had an attitude problem. Yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> it's a shame. You know, he was... So fucking good. So much talent. Um, Do you remember so a match good. with him and Kid's, Kid Cash from ECW? Everyone, if you oh, have yeah. ECW tapes, Kid Cash and Vic Grimes, talk about a match made in heaven. They just complimented each other so well, and they had a kick was it, ass. Was that, uh, that was TNN, right? You know, I thought it was, but it could have been hardcore TV. I just know it's like mm. the summer of 2000, or perhaps, yeah, it's either the spring or summer of 2000, maybe. I don't know, I always get this wrong. Irregardless, it was when they were first really putting the rocket on Kid Cash, and they put him in there with Grimes, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, that was... Vic, Vic... The best... One of the best matches I've ever seen with uh, with uh, Vic Grimes was... Uh, it was in the middle of 97, and the, it was the main event. It was him against Modest, and mm-hmm. the, the the show was not taped. And... Mike or Grimes ripped the door off of uh, some room, and he he leaned it up against uh, some chairs, and Mike gave him an exploder through it. Jesus, he and, uh, he had that yeah. aura of being like legitimately insane, which you can't teach people. So that was also something he really had going for him. He always seemed like he was crazy. <laughs> well, and the the thing about that show is that uh, that was the debut of uh, Taro from PWG. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Dragon was there. Uh, Ultimo Dragon Sito. Jeez. I mean, it was just, it was insane. Just the, um, the, the people that were on that show, I mean, it was just nuts. I mean, all, a lot of, uh, Ron Rivera was there, American Wild Child. Uh, let's see who else was there. Uh, Disco Machine was selling the gimmicks at a gimmick table, and he's the one that sold me my promo Azteca shirt that I still have. Nice. I mean, that was just, a, it was so fun, and it sucked that it didn't, uh, that it wasn't filmed. Were you around when Pogo the Clown was like Joe Applebaum yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. he was a guy that also got a lot of press back. Oh, just, he got a lot of press back in the day for just being a big guy that did a lot of cool moves. I think he was even prior to Grimes wrestling. But, uh, yeah, yeah he, he was, broke in before TJ, yeah. 
Now, the, yeah, the I thing... never really one for the gimmick, but as a wrestler, as Joe Applebaum or whatever, I thought he he really impressed me. I loved I loved the Pogo the Clown gimmick in XPW. That was the one one of the few things that actually liked from XPW. <laughs> I like um, it was just brilliant. That one, that one and Homeless Jimmy. That's where it's at. Oh yeah, Homeless Jimmy was awesome. Homeless Jimmy. Yeah. He. Hey, you know what? He was on this. Uh, this uh, cold day in hell. Ooh, very in good. Semi, semi main event: Sabu and Homeless Jimmy against Raven and my boy White Trash Johnny Webb with Terry Funk yeah. for free. Hey Naylor, uh, email me your address and I'll get these out to you tomorrow. Will do, sir. No problem. Awesomeness, awesomeness. Yeah, hey, uh, email me right now and then I will uh, send you a little something, something. Cool, sir. But uh, yeah, once again. Uh, we are at the 51. We have 51 minutes remaining. Uh, we have open lines, area code 347-215-7946. Uh, please feel free to call in and shoot the shit. Uh, Vinny Massaro should be calling in uh, any minute now, and following him will be Wrestling Personified Rick Luxury, um, arguably one of the top workers in Northern California. Uh, it's always fun to watch a Rick Luxury match. Uh, he's exceptional. Um, so, Naylor, uh, have you seen anybody on the independent scene that's just, like, caught your eye that no one's heard of recently? Uh, it's kind of tough. Like, it, it was being so easily uh, accessed, it seems like everybody has seen everybody these days. Uh, who can I really think of it? To me, it's more about guys finding themselves and really kicking it up a notch and coming back. Like, Eric Cannon and Chris Hero are two guys that kind of have had up and down, you know, buzzes about them, we'll say. And Hero's really put it all together recently. And Eric Cannon is someone who I just find ridiculously underrated. And a lot of people... You know, I, 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 met, I met Eric Cannon out here, was it July? He worked the Fog City show. And that dude was so awesome. Just His punches out. are fantastic. Cool. If if he just comes in and punches someone in the face, it's worth my ticket purchase. Like he's a good punch is really a, a lost art, and he throws a great punch. He's got good attitude. He's wrestled forever, so he's even even though he might not wrestle like you know five times a week like they used to, he does have that veteran presence that you kind of need, and he can lead someone through a match. And I really think he's great. Uh, and like I said, Hero's obviously stepped up recently. With some, I haven't seen the Lance Storm match yet, but I'm pretty excited about checking that out. I hear that was very good. And who else? Like younger guys. Shit. Uh, I really like Helios or Ricochet from Chikara. I think he's really good, and he's someone that might not get too much press or hype, but he's very good. I think a guy who's been around forever but really deserves more hype is Hallow Wicked from Chikara. He is absolutely awesome in every role you can see the guy. I think there needs to be more utility players out there like him that just can exactly. play any role and really just add to every card. Maybe not the most spectacular match on the card, but never anything bad from that person. Like that, That's what I really like. I can tell you. Yeah, that, he's, he, he's good. Um, you see. <laughs> okay, well, all right. I'm, I'm going to bring this one to you, Rob. Uh, Joshi Rob. Um, last year, the internet, quote-unquote, internet darling was Sammy Callahan. Um, who was who your pick for 2009's internet darling? Well, 2009's kind of over, you know? <laughs> it's pretty much over, well, I don't know who's left. 
Man, uh... So who was the breakout star this year? Oh, man, that's a tough one. I'm trying to think. Who who broke out this year? Uh, John Morrison, he's, like, close to breaking out, but... Okay, non-mainstream, but I, uh, fuck, fuck to eat. Non-mainstream, uh... And I don't know about that, but, you know, to answer the previous question, though, you know, with wrestlers to look out for and all that, uh, you want to see Jason Bain, man. He's like, he's like 6'8", 300 pounds. He does power bombs and German suplexes and all that crap, man. That is some, he's really good. I, I highly suggest checking him out. Like, I mean, when that guy does stuff, I mean, you can believe it, no problem. How about you, Naylor? Who, who's your breakout star? Yeah, this is this is a tough one. I think the breakout stars of the year, as far as guys who were known last year but really getting well-known this year, obviously is the Young Bucks. I mean, I heard Jack and Teddy oh, yeah. said some nice things about them and down the AAA now, and they've obviously gotten over well in Dragon Gate. They got over huge at Philly and Dragon Gate USA. They're over now in Ring of Honor. You know, they had a Chikara match back at King of Trio, so it's really nice to see those guys getting shot, and they're really making the most of the opportunity they got so far, so I hope they uh, keep on ascending to the top of the indie ranks. Rob, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Jack. Have you seen how much he's improved lately? Like, I saw I saw one of his recent matches. I was so impressed. He's, he's just yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much a career Jack Evans fan. I have not talked to Jack in a while. Uh, he is jacked, literally. He obviously has gotten hit in the weight room down there in Mexico. But uh, he, I've not seen any recent jack. I, I saw some of the stuff they've done, and I really, I actually didn't like a lot of the first Teddy Jack stuff that I saw from AAA. It just seemed disjointed and fucked up. But that just might be my untrained eye from watching. I don't watch AAA every week, so I just thought a lot of it was do a move and then, you know, work the crowd for 15 minutes. And it, it just, I didn't really enjoy it. Now, I have not seen any of the more recent stuff. I'll definitely check it out. I haven't seen any of the matches since he got uh, more Jack, I'll say. So it's been like probably five months since I've seen Jack. But I wish him the best. I hope he's doing really good. And even my buddy Teddy, I hope he's staying out of trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, damn, Teddy today said that uh, he was, him and Jack are going to be in a WWE tryout. So uh, that could be something to watch out for. Wow, who said that? Did Teddy say that? Yeah, he said that in some Mexican magazine or online sites, so who knows, you know, if that's actually the truth. But Yeah, Teddy could say Martians are coming to Earth, too, and it might mean the same. But, yeah, I I hope that is true. That would be great, but I personally don't see that happening. I think there's more. I think Jack, I mean, Teddy's got some heat, I guess, but I think if Jack wanted to make his way there, he's probably got, after Seidel broke the mold, I don't see why they wouldn't give Jack a shot right now, but. Who knows? I I would like to see that though. Them guys against the Hart Foundation would be fun. Oh yeah, no. I agree. DJ yeah, Wilson, go. it's awesome. I'm sorry, I just had to DJ? throw that in there. Okay, DJ Wilson. I is... I I know I've seen the match. Um, maybe you have Ian. Maybe you have as well. Or not Ian. I'm sorry. Uh, Joshi Robin uh, Naylor. But it was from uh, Pinnacle Pro Wrestling in uh, Oregon with TJ Wilson and Davey Richards. All right, take that back. It was Davey Richards and Harry Smith. I have not seen that. No. Ah, sweet match. So yeah, I know Jack, Harry Jack so always good. told me about those shows. I think Tom Pritchard was on a show. Like, Jack always had nice things to say about those Pinnacle shows. I never got to check them out. Pinnacle I'll have to check that out. It seems like it'd be a good pair, like a, a Rick Steiner, Barry Windham type match, you know, like as mm-hmm. far as, you know, 
similarity of code. That'd be kind of cool. It's uh, I think you can still get that on the F4WOnline.com uh, website in their store, if I remember right. Cool. I'll I'll try to check that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good shit. Very good shit. So, uh, Joshi Rob, um, you come up with the next topic, sir. Wow. Oh man, jeez, I don't even know. Uh, actually, speaking of Jack Evans, it reminded me of a match I was watching. They had they had like one match. I think they had uh, him, Superfly, uh, Yoshitsune from uh, Japan, and, like, Teddy Hart. It's like, holy crap, like, the best high players in the world all in one match. Like, it, it wasn't too bad either, but, you know, that was good stuff. They had that done in Mexico. Yeah, I've been uh, watching Mexican wrestling. <laughs> it's been keeping me busy lately. Man, forget it. I haven't watched, like, any WWE at all. Forget that stuff. When are we going to get Sugi in the States? Never. Well, we we uh, we did. He was here. Yeah, he was here for PWG's tag team tournament, and I thought he sucked. I'll be honest. I thought he blew everything he tried. Now, granted, he was working with different wrestlers. He was working with ropes he might not be used to. But mm-hmm. I remember he replaced Abushi, who, in my opinion, is like superior. Superior. Well, to okay, that's it. Coda Coda is the darling of 2009. But uh, let let me cut you off there, Mr. Naylor. I'd like yeah. to welcome to the show. The rock superstar, my brother from another mother down there in SoCal, Chaos. How's it hey, going, Joey? Hey, how Joey? you doing, Kid Zombie? Hey, thank you guys for having me, man. Congratulations on your two-year anniversary, man. It's it's hard to keep something going for two years, man. So congratulations on that, brother. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, just uh, first off, how's how's the leg? How are you feeling? Um, you know, it's it's feeling it's feeling very good. So I'm nearly about to 100. percent It's been about a year since I've had uh, the ACL surgery. Um, so I've just been training at the academy, the Santino Brothers, and, uh, you know, just been, it's been feeling really good, you know. So definitely shortly going to be uh, filling up my booking schedule uh, definitely soon. How you been doing, brother? Uh, you know, same old, same old, man. Just uh, been doing a bunch of graveyards the last month or so. So it's like throwing everything out of whack. But I'm back with a vengeance. So uh, that's that. But, uh, definitely, now, man. Let's, uh, there. I have uh, Mr. Rob Naylor, the world-famous man, and my hey, co-host, Joshi Rob. Oh, man, let me tell you that I used to love your matches with Supreme, man. A million and a half props, because they were some of the best death matches I ever won. Oh, thank you, brother, man. Really appreciate it, man. Definitely. Yeah. We got, By we got far. training over at, uh, at Santino Brothers, so we're training his son right now. He's only 13, but, you know, we got to just teach him how to sell. Maybe he'll be coming up soon. Nice. And I also got to meet... Uh, a former co-conspirator of yours, uh, GQ Money, recently when I was out in California, and I, I'll just say this. I told him this, I'll tell you. You guys had an awesome act when you guys were out here in Philly, and another very underrated uh, little part of your career. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think when uh, when me and Money were together, that was probably the highlight of my career at this moment. Um, the Enterprise uh, with Veronica Kane, I mean, it was the best time, and... Uh, I think we really excelled. I think we fed off each other, and it was uh, it was just a really uh, it was just a really fun time. I think that's what really uh, I think that's what I um, I think we had our most success because we were just having fun. Yeah, it really showed. You guys had that believable friend chemistry. Like sometimes they throw two guys together, and like it just doesn't click. But you guys just we I would watch those promos you guys would do, and I would be laughing just as hard as you guys because you guys were just having fun, and that's pretty much what's missing too sometimes in wrestling, you know. People just got to have fun with it and make it work. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, that's really the bottom line. I'm coming on 15 years of wrestling, and it's just to the point of, like, man, if it's really not fun, it's really no point in me doing it. So, I yeah. mean, um, I've, been, I've been having a really good time, you know, training this, these uh, my new students coming in and just trying to, I guess, make a difference in the wrestling world instead of just complaining about it. So I'm just trying to give back, you know? Cool, man. So, so now, now other than other than running the school, um, what promotions are you working for down there at all? If you're even taking bookings, um, right now I'm actually not taking bookings. I've taken a couple of short bookings here and there. I'm working in in uh, in Monterey, Mexico, um, with Supreme um, for a Hardcore Wrestling Society. It's a new group coming up. It's kind of a mix of uh, using a lot of the NGX guys. If you've ever heard of them, yes, and uh, oh, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, so I should be going back back down there uh, actually next month, uh, October. So it should be fun. But, yeah, right now I'm just kind of really testing the knee out. Um, I don't want to jump into something and, you know, be back to square one. Because so, it really put me down and uh, got me really thinking twice about, you know, a lot of wrestling. You know, it's real, it's real tough, you know, going out there. Because I know a lot of guys go out there wrestling and, and they don't have insurance. And I was just blessed at the time to have insurance. So, that really saved me. Really got me, uh, got my need to put back together. So, you know, tremendous, tremendous. So, uh, what what companies have you uh, have you touched base with to uh, to try and uh, uh, do some shots, get booked? Um, well, you know, I'm definitely always looking. Um, I'm looking at trying out for the uh, for, for for WWE when they come into town. Um, I feel like. Uh, you know, my uh, my I have more road uh, uh, behind me than I do in front of me, so I have to pick and choose my bookings, um, and just really look about uh, preserving my body. Um, because even though I'm I'm only 30 years young, I've still been doing it for half my life, so my body's pretty broken down from it. So, um, you know, because and, and plus there's a uh, there's a there's a style that I want to wrestle to, and if I can't meet up to that standard, um, it makes it harder. So that's why I'm really looking to uh, come back 110% strong. And, uh, and and really kind of give it my my final my final um, my final run at I guess quote unquote trying to make it at, at one of the big time or you know just I guess getting paid in wrestling I guess maybe that might be the uh, the goal most guys have. Yeah, more than gas and a hot dog. Yeah, definitely. Now, now you you guys uh, you Angel uh, the Mongol uh, oh, who's that big guy Oh oh Supreme. Sorry, I can't forget about uh, Les. Um, yeah, you guys have the Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy. Um, are there any diamonds in the rough? Are there any studs that are ready to, uh, you know, just uh, take SoCal by storm? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We, we have some up-and-comers. Um, I, you know, you really want to watch out for a guy named Famous B. He's got all the talent in the world. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's hard for me to take credit for training him just because he's just such a natural and uh he you know he's 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 working on his promos i mean he's got his promos down i would say you know he probably just needs to gain uh you know a good 25 pounds um and then and then we're really looking at him um you know really becoming a contender um another one is uh ray rosas i mean def- he's only been training since january um and uh i mean this guy's got got pretty much uh, so much experience um i wrestled him a couple of months ago at one of my shows Evolucha. Um, and, and all my guys that are that are ready and prepared, they, I have them wrestling weekly at the uh, this local indie um, MWF. It's Lucha, a mix of American Lucha Libre 
And um, I mean, it's, it's a nice crowd. They got about 250 people that the guys ha- uh, can work off of. So it's, it's, it's nice. You know, it's a little hard these days to go to shows, um, you know, to really get a draw. And so it's, we're really blessed to have MWF right, right down the street from us um, that allow us to, um, to uh, book, book a lot of the young guys, a lot of the green guys, and it gives them an opportunity to wrestle in front of a good-sized crowd. Any uh, any other questions there, Joshi Rob? Oh, excuse me, I think I'm all right. I, I wanted to know, uh, do you guys have any idea who you might be working down in Mexico? Uh, what was what was that again, brother? Uh, do you know who you might be working down in Mexico? Any idea? Um, um, well, right now they're they're, uh, they're they're they had to switch dates. They had a date for October fifth. And um, they were they were looking at booking me versus um, versus Messiah and another guy named Sick Boy that's uh, down there local from. Uh... Sick Boy's a nut. Yeah, definitely is. I mean, he's a good, definitely great people, man. We have we have great times. When we go down to Monterey, man. Um, and then they were they they had uh, Supreme booked uh, against uh, ne- uh, Necro Butcher, but they had to change the date. So we're so we're seeing what's going on. Um, Necro's really good friends with Supreme, so uh, hopefully we can get him on for the, uh, for I think it's coming up on the 17th, so uh, I think that'd be real fun, you know, real hanging out with those guys and definitely uh, getting Messiah and Supreme and myself back together. Um, that'd be uh, definitely awesome. Now, now Joey, I, I have a question for you. Have you ever worked with Nosawa? Uh, yeah, definitely. Plenty of times um, in XCW and also a couple of indies uh, out here in uh, Southern California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love that dude. He rules. He is just yeah, so fun but, to watch. Yeah, he's definitely a top-notch guy. Um, he's always he's always good people. Always looking out for uh for for the boys. Um, I think uh, um, Aaron Aguilera, my partner from WSX, um, he's working out in Japan. Because uh, of Nosawa hooked Zodiac. him up. I believe, yeah, definitely as a Zodiac. So. Yeah, definitely, man. I got nothing but good words to say about Nosawa. He's always treated me me well, and uh, he's definitely always a hard worker. So he's always a great guy to see when we come around on the circuit. Uh, Mr. Naylor, do you have any uh, questions for Chaos? Uh, I guess what I could ask is, okay, I recently watched the good old ECW show from L.A., and you were definitely a part of that. How chaotic was that, huh? <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely it was it was nuts. Uh, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, nothing was supposed to happen. I think you know, I mean, the story's so so water under the bridge now. But I mean, I think that uh, ECW and Paul Heyman really really got us noticed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, because like we even asked uh, Ronnie from uh, from uh, from Atlas Security, what what what? Yeah, what are you guys gonna do if we stand up and take our you know turn our shirts around and show our colors and. Uh, they were, we'll escort you out, and they didn't do anything of the sort. Grabbed everybody. The whole locker room pours out, uh, and next thing you know, we're all over the uh, the internet, and people uh, in Japan are hearing about us all over Mexico. So I really, really, definitely got our name out there more yeah. than uh, more than if if if, uh, if they just escorted us out. So I want to thank uh, ECW and Paul Heyman for that. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to watch. You were one of the more animated people at ringside, so I just had to reference that. I I just recently watched it the other day on a chance, and it was, it was just funny to recall that that night. Oh, I know. I, when I talked to uh, Danny Doring years later, he he was like, "Yeah, we wanted to kill that motherfucker that was up there and was <laughs> the act." 
And I told him, I said, that was me. And he looked at me with white eyes like, oh, that was you. And I was like, yeah. Was, you know, but it was the water at the bridge then. But, yeah, I guess uh, they didn't know who I was. I had a target on my back, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> well, so, just, a, yeah, definitely just, a, a good time. just a quick question for you, Joey. Um, yeah. Corona or Coors Light? Uh, what was that again? Corona or Coors Light? Oh, definitely Corona. Okay. Definitely Corona. What do you prefer? Me? Yeah. You. Oh, there you go. Well, there we go there. I, I would have to definitely say Jack Daniels, though. So, no, I, you know. I, 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 I gave that up. I, oh. I, uh, I, I, went, I went to the, uh, to the mother's juice, so I, uh, <laughs> I had on to the jack wagon, huh? Yep, on the jack wagon, exactly. There you go. Exactly. There you go. Uh, Mr. Naylor, any more questions? Uh, no, I think i got to get going, guys. Chaos, it was a pleasure to talk to you, and happy anniversary, guys. Thank you, brother. Good talking to you, man. You take care. Take care. All right, Robert. Um, wow. That was uh, that was the man, Rob Naylor. He's, uh, he's always got something funny to talk about. But uh, let's, uh, let's get in some plugs for the school, Chaos. Go oh, yeah, it. definitely, man. Um, I want you guys to check out um, SantinoBros.com. Net. It doesn't doesn't matter. We got the whole field cover. I update that website personally myself on a daily basis. Uh, try to let you guys know what we got going on in uh, in uh, at the at the Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy. For anybody out there, you also can find my podcast. It's uh, LuchaLibre.Podomatic.com. Uh, so definitely check that out. And um, you know, if you guys are any aspiring wrestlers out there, you know, Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy. Give me your dreamer. Take from me your wrestler. That's our slogan. We like to keep the dream alive in the name of Dynamite D. So definitely check us out, SantinoBros.com. Awesome. Well, thanks, thanks, for, uh, thanks for making a hot tag, brother, and calling in on the Anniversario show. I, I, it's always yeah, a pleasure to talk to you, Joey. Thank you for having me, brother, and definitely congratulations on the two-year anniversary, and I look forward, look forward to many more years to come, brother. You take care. Awesome. Thank awesome. Thanks for calling in, Joey. Take care, bro. All right, guys. You take care, too, man. All right. All right, that was the rock superstar himself, Chaos, of the Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy. Uh, I think they run spot shows, too, and whatnot. But um, I'll tell you, um, the Santino Brothers, they, they, it's a very interesting school. They have, a, you know, Chaos Joey, who, does, who teaches uh, the more Americanized-type style. Then you have Supreme, who will eventually teach you the hardcore stuff. And they have the hardcore homo angel, who will teach you comedy as well as street lucha. So, and they also have divas. They have, I forget her name, but she is so smoking hot. I'm going to have her on the show very soon. I forgot her name, but they, they also teach the chicks. Um, pretty good school. Um, I've heard, you know, nothing but good things about them. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting for them to, uh, to spin out and spit out some more talent and get some names heard and, we'll, you know, things happen. Definitely one to keep an eye yeah. out on. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, what, what do you think of the show so far, bro? Oh, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's keeping me awake. Oh, man. Such a long All day. over the place. It, yep, it, you know, it, it, it kind of stinks that Naylor was the one to come on to get the fucking prize. Hey, you know, hey, you got it out. You know, we actually had an answer for that. I, I wanted to know that myself because I had no clue. You know what? It, I, I think that uh, if I remember right, uh, Ian Daniels has the show. It was uh, 
a Dennis Carluza show, and it was a handheld. Um, it had a, there was a Rock and Roll Express Gangsters match on there too. It was a really fun wow. show. I think it was in I think it was in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, if I remember right. But it was a really good show. Fun stuff. I missed I missed the Carluza shows. Yeah, they were just so fun. Yeah, they sound like it from what I've seen. I've been reading all about them. They, they sound so good. It's like the most random stuff, you know. And just yeah. see, I'm stuck uh, on these East Coast indies, you know, from the '90s because I listened to the Candido shoot shoots yesterday, both of them. So I'm just fucking all over it, you know. I mean, I've I've been using my Chris Candido edit in Fire Pro, you know, with the top row power bomb. The blonde bombshell. I I just love Candido. Do that on it, there? You know. Excuse me. Can you do that on there? Yes, you can. Really? Oh, I didn't even know that. It's called uh, Avalanche Powerbomb. Avalanche Powerbomb. Okay. <laughs> Sick. I love Fire Pro. Yeah, I haven't played that in months, man. I got I played it like the first week I had it, and then that's it. You know, I don't know what it is about wrestling games, but unless it's No Mercy, like it just doesn't have long. Well, like yeah. I'm I'm waiting for the Wii, you know, the Wii to put fucking No Mercy on the, uh, you know, where you can download games and shit. I'm waiting yeah. for them to put No Mercy on there. I'm going to be all over that shit. Yeah, they said something about putting an upgrade with it, too, with some of the rosters. So, I mean, that'd be nice, but hey, whatever. No, I, I, I love Fire Pro. Um, I'm going to tell, tell you what's wrong with the current game. When you have a game and you cannot play all of the wrestlers in certain modes, that's when there's something wrong. That is so messed exactly. up. Exactly. But, yeah, Fire Pro's awesome. I mean, you've got your death matches. You can have MMA matches. Um, I'm a huge mark for um, six-man tags. Style or, uh, you know, the Michinoku Pro style. Huge mark for that shit. <laughs> so, well, diving all over. There's a, there's a six-man tag version of Fire Pro. I don't know how it works, but... I guess that's where you can do all the fancy stuff in it and whatnot. So you might want to check that out if you can find it. Well, my my PS2 is not modded, so I can't. All right. <laughs> I can't. It might not even be for PS2 because it was released so long ago. But it's definitely out there. Tremendous. Well, I'm walking upstairs so I can go check the switchboard and see if we have any callers. Um, looks like Vinny... Yeah, sorry, callers, if we got Vinny forgot. I guess Vinny forgot or something, or who knows what going on with Vince, Vincenzo. Uh, okay, let me get back on the landline. Okay, let's, uh, let's pull it up. We have... Oh! Oh, I lost him. Damn it. 925. I think that was Rick. Nice job. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I just walked... Nope. Wait a minute. Let's uh, call it from the 925. Who am I speaking <laughs> with? Rick Luxury. Wrestling personified himself. My Negro, how you doing, baby? I'm doing good, man. How you been? Oh, tremendous, tremendous. How's uh, how's your lady and kid, brother? Oh, they're good. It's uh, it's my kid's sixth birthday today. Oh, tremendous. We're all celebrating today. Exactly. Awesome. Well, let, huh? let let me give you a proper introduction. Arguably, the top independent pro wrestler in Northern California. Wrestling personified, one half of my personal favorite tag team, Midnight Prime Time, Mr. Rick Luxury. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There one it half is. The undefeated late night prime time. 
True that. True that. Now, I I, I made an appearance at the Fog City show in July where uh, you and MPT took on uh, those uh, those two border hoppers. Uh, what, were, what were they called? Zocre. Oh yeah, those guys lost luchas. Um, you know, I've noticed that after that match, uh, the powers that be in Fog City haven't brought in any, any other top tag teams. What's going on? Is uh, Marcus well, Mack not, you know, throwing down the bills or what? No, it's uh, basically there's a there's a snot-nosed punk out there in Fog City that claims San Francisco as his home, Dylan Drake. And uh, he was running his gums saying that, you know, he needed more competition. Baby Slim obviously wasn't enough for him that he needed more competition. So when we were off filming our movie, Dylan Drake figured out that he could find a partner in Kenny King, and uh, they decided to take us on. Well, Marcus Mack did throw the money around, and Kenny King ended up coming to uh, our side of the team in that match. And since then, we've been running into Dylan Drake uh, off and on quite a bit. In fact, uh, we've we brought in uh, A.J. Kirsch and Derek Sanders as new members of Pink Mink Inc. Uh, under Marcus Mack's uh, jurisdiction. And uh, they've been tying Dylan Drake and his newfound partner, Jody Christopherson, up. So we've just been uh, putting the open challenge out there for any tag teams. I mean, we put the Commandos out of Fog City Wrestling. We ran Black Pearl out of Fog City Wrestling. We ran Los Luchas out of Fog City Wrestling. Uh, I don't think Sir Samurai and Steve Stamp will be back around to challenge us again. So basically, we're just taking on all comers at this point uh, as far as Fog City Wrestling goes. Anybody that wants to step up to the plate and think that they're uh, a notable tag team, they have to face Late Night Primetime. I have to agree. Say, rubber Guard Radio versus uh, Late Night Primetime. Uh, no way, dude. <laughs> no way. I Oh, no. You know what? I'd, I'd lay down all day for you, Rick. You know there that. you go. You know that. I, I know my place. But uh, so, well, let's let's just ask a very simple question. What are you doing this weekend? Um, this weekend, actually, I have no shows going on. There's, um, I'm celebrating my kid's sixth birthday party on Saturday, and on uh, Sunday there is a chance for me if I want to to go out to Oakland and wrestle for, I believe it is Lucha America, mm-hmm. or it's P P W L or something like that, some Lucha promotion. Yeah, um, yeah, it all depends, though, on how the weather comes and if I feel up to uh, slapping around some some uh, luchadors. <laughs> Always a Tremendous. good time. Yes, most definitely. Yeah, this weekend's uh, this weekend's actually an off week. I got yeah, a, I got a few shows coming up though uh, this month. Eleventh um, of this month, I'll be in Fresno, California, at North American Wrestling. I'll be uh, trying to regain my heavyweight championship that I feel was stolen from me by Money Mike Rain and the officials of North American Wrestling. So I'll be facing Mike Rain in the casket match on the 11th in Fresno. Now, are you booked for the Fog City uh, the Fog City matches at the Halloween Spookfest on the 30th? On the thirty, well, there's been there's been negotiation with uh, Caesar Black about about coming in and working for Fog City on that day. Um, I'm not quite sure on who who I'll be wrestling if it'll be singles or tag. But uh, 
you know, it all it's all going to come down to when I get that call from from Caesar Black telling me if uh, who who went and where. So Tremendous. ten to one, I'll be there. I would, I would definitely. Uh, I can't. Definitely you take can't. Those odds. Any anybody that takes professional wrestling, any pro wrestling, serious in the state of California, wouldn't want to pass up an opportunity to work at the Cal Palace. That's oh, that's the mecca of pro wrestling here in California. For anybody that anybody that's of age that knows anything about independent pro wrestling or even the, the old territories, you know that's the mecca. And to get a chance to perform, no matter what the performance is, you know it's it's always worth it just to be able to put that on your resume. You know you're able to go work the Cow Palace. Well, I'm gonna I'm going to patch in a caller that that I've known for geez, twelve years now. Um, he's very near and dear to you, Rick. I'd like to uh, welcome to the show. I don't know quite what the, what his title would be, other than Pimp of the Year, Mr. Marcus Mack. Marcus, uh, that's doing, my boy. Players and pimps, suckers and simps, chicken heads and scallywags. It's the no alternate pink link of professional wrestling, Marcus Mack. Happy anniversary, Kid Zombie. Thank you, baby. What's cracking out there in the mo? Oh man, Phil Mall Street. Nigga bust deuce deuce, baby. You know what's good. <laughs> oh man. We'll have to come down and check out your pad one night, brother. Oh, we could do that one of these days. How's everything going with you, brother? What's up, my man Rick? None much, Mac. None much. Just just waiting to stack some paper. Mm-hmm. Oh, ain't we all? Ain't we all? Ain't we all? So, uh, do we have any uh any uh word on what's coming up in your future, Mr. Mac? Oh, man, you know what I'm saying? Just taking it day by day. Um, I got some big things on my plate coming up, you know. Rick touched on the Cow Palace. Cow Palace is going to be something special that I'm looking forward to. Hey, you know, Mark, Mark, that's going to be a special night for all of us, bro. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? um, I mean, I I know you were a little fool out there in the front row fucking marking out, you know, same as I was. Oh, absolutely, man. I grew up in the Cow Palace. I've gotten the privilege to be able to bring bring announce a huge card at the Cow Palace before. So, man, this is a comeback. This is the second coming. We're coming back deep, late night, primetime, pink mink. We're going to do it real tough this time. Yeah, Bev, and, and don't, don't, don't forget to mention, you, you got an opportunity to get some jet lag coming up too, Mac. Yeah, definitely. I'm, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, – I'm – going out with Knox Pro Wrestling to Australia to go do a little Hulkamania tour that you might have heard or read about. Oh, really? Tremendous. Absolutely. Yep. <clears throat> Full-on ring announcer. You know? Exactly. Pink hey, Rob, I, international. Rob, I, I don't know if you know, but uh, my man, Marcus Mack, got to ring announce the Ultimate Warriors last match. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We're done, uh, WWE? Uh-huh. Yeah, NW, NWE Barcelona, Spain. Oh, man. What did you think of that match? That was, uh, I, I thought it was pretty <laughs> good for an older warrior who hasn't been in the ring for how long? Hey, man. What's what it was? <laughs> Let's just say, Orlando, Orlando Jordan knows how to piggyback through a match, that's for sure. Oh, Orlando uh, Jordan is a beast. Orlando Jordan, he could, he, could, he could carry, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That brother is the fuck over in Europe. 
That man is over wherever he goes, dude. I mean, but I just watched the Orlando ball last, last, this last weekend. I watched Orlando work Chimera. And my God, they tore the roof off the domain. Where Was that at Knox? Yeah, that was in Knox down in Burbank yeah. this past uh, Sunday. Hey, man, Chimera, I tell you, boy, Chimera is fucking coming. He's good. He is fucking good. Don't sleep on that kid, man. But, yeah, you can, uh, for those that are listening, if, if you'd like to uh, get some more uh, information or see some matches and whatnot of uh, Mr. Chimera, you can go to SoCalProWrestling.com and go to the video section. Um, or you can hit me up. I can take care of you. Uh, y'all know where to find me. But, uh, so you got off or the Or if you want to see Chimera to- or Wrestling Personified Rick Luxury or Marcus Mack, you can make sure to hit up KnockPro.com, K-N-O-K-X. Pro.com. Come see us out at the domain one of these weekends. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, now, Mark, have now when when exactly is the Australia trip? The first show starts in Sydney on the or Melbourne on the 21st of November. So that's the first day of okay, the tour. So, okay, Got to head out November. a few days early, but do some press stuff. But now, yeah, now are you gonna? Are you going to be going down to LA for the uh, for the fan fest in January? Uh, I don't think so. Mm. No. Why not? Well, if they book this one personified in uh, Mr. Primetime, maybe we'll maybe we'll make a special appearance. Exactly. Say never. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to take. It's hard to take a weekend off, though. You know, we got a busy schedule. Yeah. If they want to they want to bring us in, then we can make it happen. But if not, you okay. know, we probably got other plans already. Because uh, they have, uh, who do they have booked? They have RVD booked, they have Jushin Liger, and a bunch of other people. I'm going down. I'm going to be vending for Jeff. So we're we're getting booths, and and uh, so it's business. But it's still, it's going to be cool. I'm due for a road trip. So Well, that's one thing about pro wrestling, man. Business is always pleasure. Damn right. Mm-hmm. You are damn motherfucking right. Well, we're going to... You know what, we're gonna we're gonna cut out early. I need to uh go to the store and pick up some papers. But uh so Rick, if anybody wants to uh, wants to book you, you know, either for, you know, radio interview or, or uh, book you for matches or whatnot, how do uh the folks go about uh hitting you up? Easiest way to contact me is through my email, which is Rick Luxury R I K L U X U R Y at hotmail dot com or you can hit me up on MySpace. A luxury suite. That's L U X U R Y S U I T E. So myspace.com backslash luxury suite. There it is. Nice and easy and Japanesey. But uh, Mr. Luxury, thanks for coming on. It's it's always a pleasure to uh, you know shoot the shoot the poop with you, man. And I will uh, I'll be seeing you very soon. Whenever Definitely. my wife Anytime decides to let me out. Here, boss, you just hit me up. You got it, brother. But uh, All right, you know, you take care and you celebrate this anniversary well. Spark one up. There, oh, oh, I believe me, I will. But uh, give your your wife and your wife and son a kiss for me and wish wish uh, your child a very happy birthday. Not a problem, brother. All right. Well, that was a uh, wrestling personified, Mr. Rick Luxury. Um, I I can't say enough about Rick. Um. He's just Nobody can say enough about Rick. Rick Luxury is wrestling personified. He is the face of Northern California. No man hustles and works as hard as that man does. As far as, Write you know, in the ring, put a stamp in the on ring, it. Make sure that. to hit that guy up and book him. 
You want to you want a new fresh face, somebody that can go out there and make you guys look good and bring the people to the shows and get everybody enthusiastic and going wild. You book Rick Luxury, and that's a shoot. True that. Plus, he's a fucking great dude outside the ring. You know, I love Rick. You know, he's just a fucking down to earth, fucking cool dude. But uh, let's see. Uh, let's not take any more callers. Well, I'm going to wrap it up. So, uh, if anybody, you know, requires, uh, a man with a golden voice, how do they go about contacting you, Mr. Mack? Well, I'm taking bookings for managerial services and for ring announcing. You can hit me up either by MySpace or Facebook or my email. You can reach me at facebook.com backslash Marcus Mack, M-A-R-K-U-S-M-A-C, myspace.com backslash Marcus Mack, M-A-R-K-U-S-M-A-C, or hit me on the email at Marcus Mack Shack, M-A-R-K-U-S-M-A-C-S-H-A-C-K at AOL.com. Tremendous. Tremendous. Mr. Mack, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, you see, when when's the uh, when's your next show up here? When, when are you booked again? My next booking, I believe, is not this weekend. I got a free week this weekend. The next next Saturday, I'm doing Knox Pro in Burbank. Yeah. On the tenth, and uh, that's uh, going to be in Burbank at the domain knoxpro.com. I have uh, the seventeenth. I believe it is. Yeah, the seventeenth. I'll be at All Pro Wrestling. No, wait a minute. Is that the twenty fourth? The twenty fourth is All Pro Wrestling, right. and then the thirtieth at the Cow Palace. Cool, cool. All right, I'm seeing now this now. Now make sure to go out there and support your indie wrestling and Kid Zombie, Hey Z, Doggy, my man. You do a great job at what you do. Keep doing it, man. Here's to many more. Happy anniversary, my brother. Thanks, baby. I will uh, definitely see you on the 24th. I'm going to have to come out to the fucking garage. Oh, That's it's it. Halloween gonna... hell. It is Halloween hell, dog. I'm going to tell the wife, fuck you, bitch. I'm going. <laughs> so that's that. And But, Mark, thanks for calling in, man. It's it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, I'll hit you up very soon. All right. And remember, folks, hulkamania.com backslash there it is. AU. That Hulkamania tour is going to be big and bad. we got Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair, and the Mac will be there. I guarantee it. Woo! Woo! One love, y'all. All right, Mark. Peace. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So many guys. That's it. No more, no more. We we got to wrap up, dude. I I'm I'm out of papers. So Alrighty. I have to go to the liquor store and buy some papers so I can finish the celebration. But uh do you have anything to plug yet, Robert? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to plug the other show I'm doing too cuz uh you know, we do a show on a DVD TVDR right now uh, tomorrow talking about Joshi, so you know I'm going to be all over that. Uh, yeah, uh, what is it, Burning Hammer Radio off of Airplane Spin. Uh, check DVD-R and uh, the call the call in uh, thread on the main page. You can check that out. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're doing Joshi Hall of Fame discussions. Might want to get in on awesome. that. Awesome. So <laughs> is it going to be you and Dean or you and Timmy? It's uh, me and Tim Noel. Uh, I think Dean's probably going to call in and uh, – 
we, who knows who we're going to ha- call in. I've been challenging people, like, come on, defend this woman, you know. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I might get my uh, foot handed. I might get my butt handed to me tomorrow, but we'll have to see. <laughs> it's going to be fun now. Tremendous. Tremendous. Yeah, I plug this thing. I plug that show there. Plug show there, whatever. You know, so <laughs> it's all good. It works out well for everybody. Oh, boy. I just uh, clicked on a link here. We have um, up in the usual places, uh, Noah, Great Voyage 2009 in Tokyo, the Misawa Tribute Show from the 27th. Uh, oh, boy. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. But, you know, once again, uh, Robert, thank you for calling in. Um, yep. I'm going to have to put you the fuck over, man. You, you've been a, a pretty damn good co-host, I, I uh, have to say. You. I try my best. I try. I try my best. I hope. Uh, I, I know you do. And uh, you know, I, I try my best, guys. So hey, um, you know what? Uh, I want to say thank you, KZ. You know, and uh, I want to thank to anyone who's listening. Whether you love the show, you hate the show, if you listen to it once, if you listen to it every week. Thank you for listening. You know, and um, yeah, I hope you can keep on listening. Awesome. Well, Rob, I will. Uh, I'll be in contact with you. Uh, letting you know about next week's show, what time we're going to do it and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, once again, thanks for coming on and, and celebrating our anniversary. And <clears throat> just for you, we're going to close out the show with that, that beautiful theme that you enjoyed at the beginning. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. All right, Robert, thank you for calling in, brother, and uh, take care. And, you know, don't hurt yourself calling those volleyball matches. <laughs> I'll tell you, I almost got wept with one yesterday. So. But I'll uh, – <laughs> I'll keep ahead on. All right, brother. Thanks for calling in, and uh, we'll uh, have you on next week. Thanks, bro. All right. See you soon. Bye. All right. That's Joshi Rob, my co-host. Oh, man. That's it. Uh, we've gone hour 54-ish. Uh, I'm I'm pretty beat. It's been a long day at work. So, Plus, uh, my watch is stuck on 420, so you know what that means. Uh, let's uh, plug the sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com. Uh, Lucha Libre masks, T-shirts, DVDs. Uh, you can also get SoCal Pro Wrestling DVDs from there as well. Um, check out pretty much anything from 2008, 2009. Uh, it's just really good stuff. Uh, the There's also, for $10, the Best of SoCal Crazy. Uh, it's a two-disc DVD set, well worth the $10. Um, I personally put the matches together, and uh, I made this set. So uh, it's really, really good stuff. Quality matches. Um just, you know, I mean, support your indies. There's wrestling out there that's not WWE and TNA, okay, or ROH or whatever the hell. Uh, support Dragon Gate. Go to uh, smartmarkvideo.com and uh, buy the Chikara $1.99 DVD. I mean, it's five matches, no shipping, so it's $1.99. Get it. You need to, if you haven't tasted Chikara, you need to definitely taste Chikara. Uh, let's throw props out to the other sponsor, which would be SlamBamJam.com. Uh, Alfredo's got it going on, dude. You need Lucha, Japanese pro wrestling, best ofs. He's got a shitload of stuff, man. And uh, he has a pretty comprehensive search engine, too. So if you want to search for a certain worker, um, that'll work, too. So SlamBamJam.com, much props to Alfredo. And uh, also, Alfredo is on the air right now as we speak, going head up with us, but you know, doesn't matter with his co-host, a dear friend of mine, Mr. Kurt Brown. You can check out that show at StanTheEmbryo.com. And last but not least, let's uh, throw shots out to AngryMarks.com. 
Stevie J, Lady J, the rest of the guys, thank you for uh, having me, you know, part of your family and team, uh, hosting me, putting up with my bullshit, my on and off scheduling the last couple months. But uh, thank you for for having me on, and also thanks to all of our past guests. Um, thank you for coming on, man. It, you know, it's been my pleasure. Um, I've been, you know, like a fucking mark here on the phone, you know, doing what I love to do. I love to talk. You know, I love the pro wrestling business. Um, still, Vince has not killed it for me. So, I mean, I, I love the business. I love talking to the boys. I love interviewing. Um, also, I, I need to throw shots out to, uh, you know, past co-hosts, Guy, who, who started out with us. Uh, as well as Alex Saint called in earlier. Uh, congratulations once again on getting married tomorrow, brother. Um, shout out to Jeff Dino, uh, Paul Sirio, you know, Gabe Ramirez, uh, Dom from uh, Fog City, Roland Alexander, uh, all our past guests, as well as future guests. Um, Got to throw thanks out to my wife for, you know, being very understanding as far as my show is concerned. I love you, honey bunny, and uh, geez, it's been two fucking years, unbelievable, but you know, we'll be back next Wednesday, I'm not quite sure what time, so keep your eyes out on the angrymarks.com website, as well as our MySpace, uh, you can hit me up with an email, kidzombie2000 at com, or hit me on the MySpace gimmick, myspace.com backslash rubberguardradio, uh, hit me up, um, you know, if you want to be a guest or whatnot or want to give me feedback or, you know, whatever, man. Or just, you don't want to fucking talk. Hit me up, man. I, I can talk, you know, forever and a day, obviously. You know, I do uh, run a radio show. But, uh, yeah, that should do it, man. It's been two fucking years. Also, once again, this show was is dedicated to the memory of Hack, my boy from Detroit, Chris Arnold, who passed away earlier in the year. Um you're loved and missed, Chris. I, I love you, brother. But uh, once again, to all the homies, much love to all y'all, and we will talk to you guys next week.